Welcome to episode 74 of the Organic Honey Podcast. I am your host, M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called More Than a Feeling. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another Sip and Chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. Brothers and sisters, I still have the music in me. And today's episode is yet another song title. More Than a Feeling is a song that's from the super group from the 70s, Boston. So thank you, Boston, for giving me the inspiration for the episode. But that's not the only inspiration for this episode. This episode title was also inspired by our special guest today, which is none other than my husband, Everett. How are you, everybody? Thank you for letting me come in here on the podcast and join you all to talk about this special thing that we need to talk about. I think that's really important in everybody's life right now. And I appreciate you all having me. Oh, and he cute, y'all. And sweet sounding, right? <laughs> yeah, but today, brothers and sisters, we are talking about stress and anxiety. Stress mm-hmm. and anxiety is something that bothers everybody. Everyone on the planet deals with stress anxiety, or both. And did you brothers and sisters know that there is a difference between stress and anxiety? So baby, what is the difference to you? To me, stress is brought on by a situation or another person that can stress you out about something. Anxiety is brought on by you by stressing out about something that is not your situation that you're in. Mm. that's what I think at least yeah and I don't think that's wrong I think stress is a immediate response to a situation so stress comes when you're going through something at that moment so example you found out that you didn't get the job that brings on stress because it's something Mm -hmm. that happened in real time at that moment versus in spot excuse me versus anxiety which is something that is ongoing. It's the same feeling of not knowing about the ending result of a situation and that feeling is ongoing. So there is a vast difference between stress and anxiety and it happens to everybody and it's not an easy thing to deal with. Nope. So honey, yes. what causes you stress and or anxiety? I think situations that we're put in on a daily basis Especially at our jobs, you know, you have situations or moments where you where you feel like, okay, it's people, you know, nagging you, bothering you for certain things or or asking you to do certain things that you really don't want to do, but may be part of your job that you that you probably have to do. But you can't let that type of thing really get to you, especially if you have to go to work every day and deal with these certain situations on a daily basis. So you have to be a little bit more forthcoming about what you want to do and how you want to do it on a daily basis with people. It's okay to say no sometimes. Definitely. That can actually help de-stress you too as well. Mm. Now, there's a few things that cause me stress and anxiety. Um, as Everett said, work is definitely one of my stressors. Mm-hmm. The people at work, situations at work or when it doesn't quite go the way that I anticipate, mm-hmm. it definitely causes me stress and anxiety. My anxiety usually comes from other people's problems. Mm-hmm. Example, a family member is in trouble and need. 
I will feel guilty that I'm not able to help them no more than what I can. And that brings me great anxiety. Even though it's not my problem, I get anxious thinking that I can somehow help alleviate their situation. And before I know it, their situation becomes my situation. And now I'm anxious. So that's what happens. But I think in both Everett and I's cases, we realize that both stress and anxiety is self-inflicted. No, no one could technically make you feel any kind of way. We all do it to ourselves. We allow ourselves to be in a space in which we bring on those kind of emotions onto ourselves. And they can have some terrible downfalls to yeah. having stress nor anxiety. So Definitely. what can it do to you, babe? I mean, for one, it could cause you to not eat. Mm. It could cause you to worry. It can cause you to not sleep. And worrying to me is one of the long-term things that stress and anxiety causes. Worrying could be a long-term thing. That's what causes all of the backlash of of what it brings on, like like not being able to eat, not being able to sleep, not being able to think properly, and just not being able to think straight. Yeah, and you know, stress and anxiety can also have physical ramifications as Definitely. well. I mean, it makes your head hurt, makes your stomach hurt, it makes your muscles ache, and like uh, Everett said, you lack sleep, you don't want to eat. Some of us eat too much when we're feeling stressed or anxious, and it's just terrible all the way around. But there are some things that we can do to keep it in check. But why don't we? I mean, we as humans know that we're going to be inflicted. We as humans know that we're going to have some trials and tribulations for our life. But why do we go through the rigmarole of having stress and anxiety? And why do we put that on ourselves? Yes, I think definitely we like to make ourselves the victim. I think everybody at some point in their lives... Not not that I'm saying that victims of certain things aren't victims. I'm saying we as people like to make ourselves victims for sympathetic purposes sometimes. We all do it. It's all it, it's all happened to everybody at one time in their life or the other. I think we also are afraid of an unnecessary, unexpected outcome. I think we bring a lot of stress and anxiety to ourselves because we don't know the outcome and we anticipate the outcome. And when it doesn't happen, that's what gives us the panic, the worry, the stress, the anxiety and everything else. So there's some things in life that you're just not going to be able to control. And that is okay. In fact, none of us have what you call true control. Only God does. But there are some things that we can do to make it a little bit easier on ourselves. Ah, definitely. So, now, everyone has their way of dealing with stress and anxiety. At least we hope you do. But some people don't. And if there's a chance in which you do not have what's in you to deal with that, then yes, please seek counsel. You have to let that out or at least find out the root of the issue so that it won't be an ongoing issue exactly but we want to share with you a few things that Everett and I do when we alleviate stress and anxiety and that's the thing it happens to everyone and whether you live alone or you live with someone or live with your family 
We know that your stress and your anxiety can saturate throughout the whole household and it can affect other people. Mm, definitely. Definitely. That can always be a stretch too. I mean, especially when you when you're living with family or or especially if you have kids, you know, kids and your family can tell when you are stressed out. They they can feel it and you can also make them stressed out by you being stressed out too. And if any of them are empathetic, such as I am a true empath, then they're going to take on whatever you are feeling. Because I know I do. I have a terrible habit of taking on other people's issues and then making them my own. And I am getting better with it, brothers and sisters. I'm getting better, but it's still a thing that I have that I recognize. Yes. And when you recognize something... That's that's the first step in changing it if you want to change it. Mm, well said. So how do Everett and I deal with stress and anxiety? Uh-huh. Now, now, there's a few steps that we take. Now, we're not perfect by any means. No, are we mental professionals or psychologists or psychiatrists? Yeah. But this is something that he and I do with one another as well as by ourselves just to help things go a little bit easier with our lives. Because let's face it, brothers and sisters, life is a beautiful thing and the world is a wonderful place. We have the tendency to make it more difficult than what it needs to be. Amen. Knowledge. (laughs) So here are a few things that we do to alleviate the stress and anxiety. And these are in no particular order, brothers and sisters. These are just a few things that we do when those problems arise. One, we breathe. (sighs) Breathing is essential to alleviating stress and anxiety. It makes you feel so much better. Definitely. It seems like a simple solution or an answer to what you have to do. But uh, a lot of people, that's the problem. They cannot breathe. Don't hold your breath when you have anxiety or worry. Because that is the worst thing you could do. It could just make you, it could just make the problem even worse. Yes. Now, brothers and sisters, Everett gets me up every morning and do these breathing exercises. So we may inhale and exhale a couple of times in three second intervals. We also do intermittent breathing where it sounds like we're giving birth. And you know what? I don't like it. I can't <laughs> stand it. But... Once I do it, I feel so much better because breathing, it does a lot for your body and your mind. It helps lower your shoulders. It helps alleviate the tension in your shoulders. It clears your mind. It makes your muscles relax. It gets the blood flowing. It gets your breathing, circular breathing going. And that can also help you lose weight. So it's very important to start breathing, brothers and sisters. It is. Let's start breathing, everybody. Let's not hold everything in. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, love. Exhale, life. Ooh, I like that. Think about it as a a child or a toddler. When they have temper tantrums, they stump (laughs) their feet and they hold their breath. But once they let it out or cry, they feel so much better. And they go back to playing with their other friends. They do. It's the same for us adults. When we breathe, the thing is, when it comes to breathing, that takes patience and that takes 
Focus. And concentration. That is something that breathing does. So it helps you stop worrying or feeling anxious or stressed about a situation because you have to concentrate on breathing in and out. It takes a lot to breathe. And this is why we all should take seconds out the day, minutes out the day, and just breathe. Whether you're anxious or stressed out or not, breathing is just healthy for your body and your mind. Definitely. I totally agree. And that's why we do it every day on a daily basis because it's very comforting too. Mm. Number two on how to alleviate, alleviate, excuse me, brothers and sisters, I'm feeling tongue-tied today. <laughs> Another way that we alleviate stress and anxiety is that we remove ourselves from that situation, whether it's physical or mental, remove yourself. You want to take yourself away from the thing that's stressing you out because being in its presence, it's going to, going to stress you out even more. Definitely. I can give a good example of this one. <laughs> There's a young lady at my job that just do not like me. And I always pretty sure that when we cross paths, she's going to say something that's going to set me off. But I do not let that happen because I just walk away. I walk away and I've been so good at walking away that I kind of don't think of her as an issue. So there was a time a couple of days ago, in fact, when I thought that she was on vacation and they're like, no, she's been there the whole time. I'm like, oh, well, out of sight, out of mind. Remove yourself from that situation. Even if you have to take a mental vacation, remove yourself. Yes. And if you are at work. And you're in a stressful situation to where you feel like you're going to do something negative. Tell tell your your person that you work with, your 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 boss or your line leader or whatever it may be that that you need to go off of the line for five minutes. Go to the bathroom or wherever a place is where you can be alone. Take a deep breath, splash some cold water on your face, breathe. And that will definitely help you calm down and you can address the situation in a calmer manner. So I guess steps one and two go together. Definitely. <laughs> you breathe and remove yourself or the other way around, whichever is best for you. Another way that we alleviate stress and anxiety is, and this is the hardest one, brothers and sisters, at least in my opinion, Try not to worry. Yes, that's something that we as human beings are good at. Worrying, worry, 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 which leads to things that happen in our personal lives and at home. When you worry about something that's happening at work and you take it home with you, it 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 rubs off at home and it leads to negative vibes in your home. Yeah. And brothers and sisters, we understand that life is not a linear process. It it's doesn't not. just go in a trajectory of high. Life goes in a zigzag and things are going to happen. Even the Bible said it is good for you to be afflicted. And that is because God wants us to get closer to him. Exactly. And you know what? Trying not to worry, it sounds good in theory, but it's easier said than done. And we recognize that. But think about it, brothers and sisters. If you are believers such as Everett and I, you would know that in Mark, the book of Mark in your Bible, chapter four, it depicts a story of the disciples on a ship 
They are on a boat and these are avid fishermen and there's a storm and not just any storm. There's a tsunami, a hurricane, a tornado all in one. This is a storm that they have never seen. Jesus is in the bottom of the boat asleep on a cushion. All of this mayhem is going on and Jesus is asleep. The disciples come to Jesus. Why are you sleeping? Oh my goodness. We have a tsunami going on outside. It's crazy and we're scared and we don't know what's going to happen. Jesus gets up out of his sleep and he says, peace be still. And they were in awe of his power. They said, even the weather obeys him. So that comes to show brothers and sisters, if Jesus is not worried, is not worried, we shouldn't be either. And brothers and sisters, have you noticed that we are the only species that worry, period. Animals do not worry. Fish do not worry. No one else worries but us. And that's because they know that God is always going to provide. Exactly. And usually the things that we worry about are things that are out of our control. Absolutely. And most likely trivial. Most likely trivial. They're so small, so minute. And this too shall pass. But we spend so much time worrying that it just builds up the stress. It builds up the anxiety. And now we're feeling bad. Exactly. Not good, brothers and sisters. Not good. So try not to worry. When you feel as though that you're worried, go to God. Go to somebody. And just let that out and let it be known. You know, realize what the situation is and always remember that God will provide you all your needs at once if you are a believer such as us. And this too shall pass. Definitely. Go go to somebody that you trust. Go to go to God first, definitely. But then go to somebody that you trust that has open heart, open mind and somebody that's not going to give you any negative feedback that you know of. Absolutely. Mm, I like that. Another way that we, Everett and I, alleviate our stress and our anxiety is something that we've done for a very long time. We actually got it off a movie. The movie is called The Story of Us, and it was starring Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer. And they were a married couple who were impending a divorce. But throughout the movie, why they were married and why they were happy, they always started off their dinners by asking the question, what was your high and what was your low? Meaning, what was the best thing that happened of your day and what was the worst thing that happened for your day? Now, Everett and I have been doing this for years. Even though we don't call it high-low anymore, we still do the same premise. So we ask each other, once we come home from work, how was your day? What was the best thing that happened? Because something good had to happen in your day. Exactly. Even if it's just waking up, that's good. Okay. Yeah. So you ask, what was the best thing of your day? And then you ask, what was the worst part of your day? And if there was a worst part of your day, because not every day is going to go smooth. If there's a worst part of your day, we allow ourselves to talk about it for 20 minutes and then we let it go. Exactly. The things that happen at your job when you come home, once you talk about it, it should be alleviated like we call our home the serenity home mm -hmm, they do literally that's the name of our home the serenity home 
That's where you should have peace. That's where you should have calmness. That's where you should be able to relax after a hard day's work and everything else that went on at your job. We talk about it for 20 minutes and then it poof, be gone. And back to serenity as it, as it is. Right. And that's because we do not want to saturate the house with negative energy. Definitely. We don't want to do that, but we do acknowledge that problems do happen throughout the day. Situations do happen and life can throw you, excuse me, throw you curveballs. We recognize all of this, which is why we allow ourselves 20 minutes to talk about it. And even if it's not resolved, you feel better in that moment and you have that chance to really decompress and tackle it again at another time. So we don't take away the situation. Right. We just talk about it, we acknowledge it, and then we put it on pause so that we won't make the other feel badly. And that's a good thing to do. High Low has helped us out tremendously. Definitely. We've been doing it for years. years. Yeah. And so much so that now it's instinctive, which is why we don't call it High Low anymore. But that is a great way to alleviate stress and anxiety. It is. It's 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 a really great way. And it's just not for couples. It's it's for families couples uh parents you know i i think it's a good way to get everybody to alleviate what 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 ails them or what troubles them throughout the whole day and then you get to start over again on the next day i agree i th I, th I think it's great i think it's a great thing and i concur i absolutely do so brothers and sisters whether you live alone or whether you live with someone or you have a great circle, a great close-knit group that loves you and you can love on them, try high-low. And then, of course, Everett and I are always here for you. So you can always message us right here on our Organic Honey Podcast and we will help if we can. Definitely. Anytime anybody needs a listening ear and a kind word, we are always here for you. We are always the ponies of positivity. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> That's cute and true. <laughs> Another way that we alleviate stress and anxiety is that we suggest that you channel the stresses elsewhere. There is an old saying that the idle hands are the devil's workshop, which means that if you are not doing anything, if you're just sitting around dormant, not doing anything, you're going to have a whole lot of time to worry and stress, True. which you do not want to do. So worry, stress, anxiety was mm, whack. Yeah. I have, and I have to give you credit for that one, baby, because you came up with that. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Worry, anxiety, and stress is what was and not what is at the moment. Mm -hmm. Worry, anxiety, stress. That's was. Yeah. That's past tense. Is is now. See what I mean, brothers and sisters? Isn't he brilliant? <laughs> but yeah, but channel that stresses elsewhere. Find something to do. Get a hobby. Finish a project. Write it down. Look at something else that's more positive. Even if you're sitting around watching TV or whatever, find something positive that's uplifting. And don't watch anything that has the same kind of situation as you have exactly. because it's going to prolong the inevitable of anxiety and that you do not want but find a hobby if you like cleaning the house clean the house if you like playing with your hair such as i do play with your hair uh everett here loves to cook 
He does. He does it for a living and he does it in life. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, I kind of like when he's a little stressed and anxious because I know he's going to cook something fantastic. Oh, I appreciate that, baby. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You should channel channel your negativity and turn it positive. And, you know, since we're all grown on here, sex is a great stress reliever, too. <laughs> it's a wonderful stress reliever. I mean, it works for me. <laughs> definitely. Well, it works for me, too. <laughs> right. I know. But it yes, that's definitely a great stress reliever. If you are single and not really with someone, if you find someone or someone's in your circle that you trust, that you are want to be intimate with, that is okay, too. But we suggest that you at least do it safely. Okay? Definitely. Safe as possible, which means prophylactics, which means... You know what I mean, brothers and sisters. I don't have to go to the details. You all know what I'm talking about. But yes, sex is a great stress reliever. So that is a great activity along with exercise, along with walking, along with cooking. I like bowling too. So bowling. bowling is a great stress reliever. I mean, anything physical is always a great stress reliever because it not only helps build your body, but it helps build your mind as well. Absolutely. Because it, it, it takes your mind off of the negative stuff. Exactly. So. Um, other than sex, we also like to exercise and lift weights. And lift weights is an excellent way to alleviate stress. It and is. your body will be stressed, but it's a different kind of stress. And brothers and sisters, I apologize for that siren, but it's the city, so bear with us. That's what we mean. State of emergency. <laughs> organic honey. It's all organic. Unfiltered and raw. But yes, exercise and lifting weights and lifting weights does cause tension in the body but it's a different type of tension it's a good tension that means your muscles are becoming stronger you're becoming stronger you're gaining more strength and when you're lifting weights especially heavy ones you don't have time to worry about anything else other than doing those activities properly because you can hurt yourself so that is a good thing to do brothers and sisters so channel that stresses elsewhere and use that for your good because the enemy what he wants is to keep you there mentally forever so that he can manipulate your thoughts and that's whack too okay definitely so definitely channel your stresses elsewhere and last that things that we do to alleviate stress is that we learn the lessons from whatever the situation is and then share it with all of you yeah i think that's the that's the best part of stress relieving is when you can share it with somebody else that might need it as well. I mean, whether they need it now or they can use it later on in the future, I think it's great when you learn from the mistakes that you've made or you learn from a situation that you've been in and you can share some of the knowledge that you gain from that situation and share it with somebody else. It's awesome. Yes, a quick example. Let's say you're in school and you have a test and you study and you cram for it. And, of course, you're already stressed out because of the late night cram sessions, uh-huh. late night studying. Then once you get to the test, here come the anxiety. Your palms are sweating. Your feet are knocking. You're really nervous. You're hoping that the grade is wonderful, right? Then you get the grade back after all the stress, the worry, the anxiety. You get the grade back. And 
It's not exactly what you hope for. It's passing, but it's barely passing. But there's a lesson to be learned in this. For one, take your time when you study. Two, it's going to be okay because you can always take the test again. And three, now you know where your wrong answers were, so you know where to correct them when you take it again. So there is lessons to be learned and be had from that situation or any other. And then you talk about it to your closest confidence, friends, family, associates, or what have you, and share what you have learned. Because we as humans have an obligation, at least in my opinion, to share what we learn so that we can grow and help out one another. That's what humanity is all about. Definitely. Human nature. Mm. So share your lessons learned. And don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. I promise. So brothers and sisters, we're going to leave you with that. Any last words, baby, for the people? Definitely. Divinity is within. Make your spirit free and make your soul right with God. Mm. Well said. Well said. Brothers and sisters, thank you so much for tuning in on yet another episode. I hope you all take what we said to heart and hopefully some of these steps apply to your actual life so you won't have to stress, be anxious, or worry about it. Or whatever uh, way that ever eloquently put it. You know what I mean. And if you all want to know how to reach us, if you all want to know what's coming up next, if you all want to know anything else, we'll just hear the end of this episode. And until next time, take care. Oh, and by the way, we love you. Mwah. Live in love. Life Earth Living LWL. God loves you. Peace. God bless and well, bye. Brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning into the Organic Honey Podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. Find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. Also, check me out on Wisdom for live sipping chats. Feel free to rate, comment, follow, and subscribe to the show as well. Thank you for allowing my heart to flow to your ears. Until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>